Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. In today's episode, I have the amazing Taylor Simpson here with me. Taylor is freaking amazing. If you don't know her yet, first off, you're going to fall in love with her. And second off, second off, second of all, you need to know her because she's freaking awesome. And as soon as we connected, I knew that she was going to be a soul sister for life. So Taylor is an abundance mindset and online business building coach for the woman who's been hiding behind her own limiting beliefs and false truths for way too long. And she's ready to step into her power. So we have a lot in common because we love sharing a lot of the same stuff. So in this episode, we talk money mindset. We talk growing your business. We talk unleashing your magic and your uniqueness and your awesomeness. So it's filled with so much goodness. You're going to love it. So without further ado, let's welcome Taylor Simpson on to the show. All right. Welcome, Taylor. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Can't wait for you to share your magic with all of us. Oh, yes. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for having me on. Just love all that is you and can't wait to jam. Me too. Me too. My soul sister that I needed, we need to get together for real. Literally just telling my husband, I was like, um, when we go to Austin, uh, this spring, we are, we are hooking up with Stephanie and going to do some, so just jam. So I'm excited (laughs) to in person, hug you and see your, your beautiful rainbow hair in person. Yes. When it's updated, my, I got to repurpleize. So for, for everyone who doesn't know you, you are also like a mindset and business coach very into the law of attraction and manifestation. And I love to just really like have like each person share, like what was your, you know, your entrepreneurial journey like, you know, how did that start for you? Yeah, it was kind of, um, it's kind of a funny story. So it really starts kind of to, to preface it. I have not always carried myself this way and been this way and been outgoing um, and, you know, just serving people. Um, So it started off in middle school. So I, I, growing up, I was always outgoing, cover myself in art stuff, glitter, uh, wore whatever I wanted and just just shined in my own unique way. And I moved to a new school in um, what was that? In like seventh grade. So, you know, middle school, the middle of middle school when everyone's just not very nice. So I moved to this new school, first day of school, got my my pink pants on, you know, my glitter all over my face, my pigtails, butterfly clips. I mean, I'm just like rocking it. I'm feeling really good about myself. And 
just embracing all that is me and excited to make new friends at my new school. So I go in to my, my home room first day, again, jazzed about my outfit to be (laughs) met with eyes that were not so approving of my unique style. Mm -hmm. So quickly people were like wondering what I was wearing, making fun of me. Um, so eventually I started changing my outfits to morph in to fit in with the people at this new school. And then I was told, your personality is too much. You talk too much. You talk too fast. Like, why, why are you just too much? That was like the, my thing. Like, why are you so emotional? Like everything. So then I began to dull down my personality to fit in with everyone else and to get them to like me. So this led into people-pleasing. This led into adjusting myself to fit in with anyone else's scenario, to get someone to like me, all of that, which bled into my adult life. So I go you know, get my undergrad and my master's in degrees that looked good on the outside, that pleased people. And you know, I live in Washington, D.C., so it was a, a career path that everyone would accept. And so that led me into a, a gay relationship and a marriage that as someone who is at this point lost within themselves, I've been doing this for 12, you know, 10 years now at that, up to that point and never knew who I was truly because I became this different person. I became the tailor that everyone else just expected me to be mm. and how I was hoping that they would accept me as. So I get into a relationship and then eventually a marriage that was out of alignment with who I was, but I didn't know it. So I find myself at my nine to five, my quote unquote dream job, uh, having Sunday nights, having panic attacks going, you know, knowing I have to go to work the next, the next day, Monday, tearing up in the Metro, going into work and just feeling so lost and empty and confused because, hey, like this is what I went to school for. Mm. And I really loved where I worked. I worked for the um, the United Nations and that's I'm a humanitarian at heart. So that really deep down was what I thought was my path. But mm. because I never gave myself a chance to, to figure out really what was the, the deeper the deeper path for me, for my soul versus the outside. So yeah, I was just miserable there unsure of what the next step was, had just a bunch of like pent up energy, coming home from work, sitting down, binge watching TV, drinking a bottle of wine, eating like shit. Like, thank God I'm naturally um, a thin person. And so, I, so I, on January 1st in, what was that? 2014? Yeah, 2014. Wow. Yeah. I, right, I joined a gym. And that was my my outlet quickly for just getting energy shifting and moving. I was just getting kind of angry with my then husband quickly. And so going to gym, I create a fitness Instagram account uh, because the gym was the only place I felt safe mm. to share my fun outfits because my outfits are, have always been my way of sharing my personality. If I'm like in a grungy mood, I'll wear like, I'll wear like, I'll roll out in like 90s, like, biker boots with like flannel tattered on my waist. And some days I'm like, I'm feeling hippie. So I'll be like, wear hippie. I completely, whatever mood I'm in, I have every type of outfit you can imagine. So it sounds so fun. Right. It's like, it's just, since I was a little girl, like my, my outfits, like my parents crack up, like looking back at my photos now, I would wear tutus over bathing suits and high tops with, I mean, just the craziest stuff, but I loved it. So I'd stifled that part of me for years. So I created this Instagram and I'm wearing my, because at the gym, no one cares what you're wearing. So no one made fun of 
my unique outfits. They just were working out, worried about their own fucking bodies. So wearing my, you know, neon shorts, got my neon headband, my high tops that are probably, I forget, I think my first pair of high tops were like a leopard print. So I started taking just selfies, like gym, like mirror selfies, super janky <laughs> on Instagram. And quickly people were asking where my outfit was, like shorts are from. They were loving my mismatch. And so for the first time at this point in, what was that, 12, 13 years, I felt like I was being seen for the real me for the wow. first time ever. Um, because I was like, this is really me. This is, this is who I am. Cause I get my outfits kind of portray how I'm feeling. And so that was like the, the spark in me to realize, Oh, this, this is, this feels good. Interacting with people, um, giving them value by sharing where my outfits are from. So I continue to do this. My Instagram quickly grows. And, and then my body, while I'm working out, my little 90-pound frame puts on muscle, which people ask, what are you doing for your workout? So it led from the outfits to what am I doing to change my body? So mm-hmm. I quickly made a blog. Uh, my, my girlfriend, I think I paid her like 50 bucks and gave her like a bottle of wine <laughs> uh, to make my, my, my very first blog. And so I put free workouts on there, free recipes. I mean, just, just gave shit away, gave shit value and what people were asking for. And after about 10 months of doing this, at, while I was at my nine to five, while I was literally working, um, I was able to turn it into a business. So during that 10 months, the blog turned into um, options to hire me for one-on-one coaching. So I also got my NASM certification during that time. Like I just like, I'm a person, like once pe- I see it, like I feel a spark in my soul. I'm a very, like I, you know, my human design is a manifesting generator. So I'm like mm-hmm. always going with my gut. And I'm a so- generator. Oh, I love studying it though a little bit. I, me, too, me too. Just learned about it, but I realized <laughs> now got it because I always go with my gut. And so went with my gut and yeah, got my NASA and quickly got that done, created um programs for people to purchase, which led into group challenges. So yeah, 10 months I was able to to quit my nine to five and take on what was my first business, tailored fitness full time. Uh, so cool. After yeah, how long? After about 10 months of doing this, uh like wow. just every day showing up on Instagram and and just and that was before like videos. You could put videos in Instagram. Yeah. I, that's when I was doing my fitness stuff around 2015. Yeah. Oh my God. We, of course, of course, <laughs> we're the same, same flow. Yeah. And so over time, people, as I'm sure you can relate, were seeing results, but then their mindset, they weren't happy. So mm. then that morphed into, I created like a mind and body challenge. Wow. We uh, are so aligned because I did the same thing. I, <laughs> We were literally the same human. The same. I called it uh, like, I don't know. I don't know, but it was like mind, body, like yeah. whatever. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I started doing that. That became like my signature program and did that. And then one-on-one um, and that, then that morphed into, during that time, I, I dove, I finally woke up um, and realized, oh shit, this is not the life that I wanted during that beginning part. So I dove into self-development kind of mm-hmm. in that backtrack a little bit while I was in the middle of, you know, trying to get out of my job, read The Power of Now completely. That's the book that woke me up to the world around us before that. I didn't even know what self-development was. I didn't know what like that was. I was like that asleep and not just like not aware of my, my mind. And so I dive into law of attraction because I, I love science. I love, I've always been as a younger, I I wanted to be like an astrologist when I was little. Mm. Um, I have been 
innately really curious about the universe. When's your birthday? Just curious. I'm a, a Leo, August 17th. Oh, I'm a Libra. Just, just curious. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've always dabbled in it, but when I learned about the law of attraction, it was just like, dove, dove into it. Mm-hmm. I read every, you know, I think every I get it. book I write, <laughs> right? It's like yeah. just, I lost my mind and went into it. So while I'm doing this, I'm sharing this, what I'm kind of learning here and there on my platform because it's fitness. Yeah. And over time, people are like, hey, can you teach me like the mindfulness stuff that you're doing and manifestation? Like this before is like cool to talk about it. Like yeah. people were like, manifestation? What the fuck are you talking about? And so then that morphed into being more a mindfulness coach and then a life coach because I'm open with all the trauma and shit I've been through mm-hmm. that people seeked out me to help them support with what they're going through, which then led into kind of the rebranding of where I'm at now, which is mindset. And then again, people asking, hey, can you help me build a business? I've seen you build this. So I created online. So literally my entrepreneurial journey was losing myself, blending with other people, regaining myself, waking up, and then just listening to what people wanted Mm. and providing that if that felt good to me. And I attest like where I'm at for truly just listening to my gut and delivering with what people wanted. That's so awesome. It sounds like it like kind of happened so naturally for you. Honest to God, like I don't have that story where it's like I was, you know, like rock bottom emotionally. Yeah. Since during that whole transition, I got divorced, got out of a not healthy relationship, um, moved, like all those things happened, but I'm very much a, I'm a very surrendering person. Mm. So I don't like resistance. So if, if I feel resistance of something, I just kind of back it up and go a different direction and just, yeah, I just flow. So it's, it's, it's all kind of done that. I mean, challenge tons of challenges on the way, but yeah. Well, for the listeners, I'm sure they because like, a lot of people struggle with the exact thing that you are good at, yeah. which is releasing resistance. So, like, what are your mm. tips around that? Oh my gosh, such a good question. So, really, so the the book. Well, I have a book recommendation on that. The one that allowed me to surrender because there was there was a time in the beginning of my business where I was kind of. You know, when you're starting a business, you're like trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't you get so caught up in that. Yeah. And I didn't have a coat. Like I was just like throwing shit out of wall. Same. So, <laughs> right. It's like, and then it wasn't, it wouldn't work. And then you get frustrated. Anyway, so it hadn't always been this way. So, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. Mm. That book really helped me see the power of just trusting the vortex and the universe and knowing, like, just knowing that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out, which is mm-hmm. easier than done for the people that are in that, like, yeah, I, I get that, but it's still hard, right? Mm-hmm. So some tools is truly, if I feel if I'm doing something and it feels heavy in my gut, and if I'm just like, oh God, why this just isn't working, I'm not feeling this, I just kind of visualize what that what I'm trying to, to push and work. I visualize it. I just kind of see it like float up a little bit Give make it lighter than it. We tend to make things heavier than they need to be, and then it means we're we're really having our masculine. We're we're pushing against the universe because the universe mm-hmm. is here to support us and let us flow. And when we're not flowing, that means we're like holding it down. So it's kind of visualize the energy. Yeah. Yes, and that's why we feel that resistance and that heaviness. So it's kind of just visualizing what that thing is that I'm working on. You can like make it a label, like an apple, if you want, whatever works um, for different visualization uh, type of people, and just kind of seeing it float up, and then like releasing my hands off of it and saying to the universe, "Okay, 
right now I, I I'm working against you and I know you're here for me. And I just talk myself through it and think, okay, what would be, what is the action I can take right now in this moment that would be of my highest self that would make me feel good regardless of what the end result of this thing that I want to be right now in this moment? How can I be of my highest self? Because when we're in that heaviness and pushing, we're thinking negative thoughts. We're being negative towards ourselves, which means we're low vibration, which means we're attracting mm-hmm. low vibration scenarios. So it's choosing in that moment, how can I serve the highest good for myself to get myself back up? And then usually when we get ourselves back up to a higher vibration by doing that, it's easy for us to surrender because we're feeling good. We're like, okay, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm here now. And it's really just being intentional every time stepping back, snapping out of it and seeing what you could do in the moment. Yeah. That's so powerful. It's so powerful to like, just become consciously aware of like where you are. Like, are you mixed up in the stories or, you know, are you able to step back? Yeah. It's just, exactly. It's just kind of, it's, you know, tangible tools. Otherwise it's, you can even, you can even write it down. Another kind of, if people aren't, some people aren't visualized or some people like to write things down. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of both. It's writing down. What is the scenario that you're clinging on to that you're forcing? Write it down. Sometimes when we see it, we're like, oh, okay. This is actually really the issue. And here's a resolution for it that makes it a little bit easier. So we see it on paper. Sometimes we're like, okay, that's really stupid that I'm resisting that right now. That looks yeah. Wrong. Right? We I see think that's like, like a big realization too. Like when you actually get it out, it's like, why am I even holding on to this? This is ridiculous. Literally. And then, and then it's like in a vision too, like what if your friend, your best friend came up and told you the thing they're resistant? What would you tell them? You'd probably be like, girl, you are overthinking this. Like it yeah. is. Right. So t- talk to yourself like you would your best friend, just like we mm-hmm. do with negative self-talk. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love how your journey like really kind of unfolded in such a similar way. And I think yeah. it's like inspiring for people listening too, because like a lot of people are multi-passionate. They have like a lot of things that they like to do. And so when you were shifting and like kind of evolving, were you like, was that an easy transition for you? Was it kind of like this theme that you realized? Was it like scary to shift and rebrand? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Terrifying. So it's like the business part smoothly, all it smoothly transitioned, obviously hiccups. But for me, because someone who I, I, after kind of losing my light a little, a little bit and transitioning back and behind the scenes, I dealt with a I brought forward a ton of limiting beliefs and I still mm. battle them to this day. I went my entire schooling up to college without giving a single presentation. So I dealt with severe social anxiety, lack of confidence, all of that. I mean, if like my old friends from back then see me what I do now and they're like, who are you? Like I'm still the same person, but the way I show up mm. uh, is my, my truth. So, so where I'm kind of going with that is that, yes, the front was smooth, but for me, Throughout the entire process of building my business and rebranding, I'd, I was second-guess myself. I'd be like, oh my wow. gosh, who are you? you're not good enough for this. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you to give you know recommendations and value? Who are you to start a podcast? Who mm-hmm. are you to speak at this event? Like, So it was constantly the the hurt younger me mm-hmm. was always saying like, you're not good enough. They're going to make fun of you. Yeah. It was just like all the time. So I had to do a lot of, a lot of deep work to realize that that was, I lived 12 years of a false 
person mm-hmm. and that it's okay to step into who I truly am and to forgive those people and, you know, teenagers and they're, they have their own issues. Um, so yeah, in the back end, it was a big deal. And even I'll give a, a, a really detailed, tangible one, a shift that I made is when I changed my handle of my Instagram. So I started mm-hmm. office fitness. It was, I like my fitness tailored. And that was, <laughs> my, like that, that. that was right. <laughs> um, and that was my name. That was my my brand. That I w- my identity quote mm, yeah. was. T- I like my fitness tailored, and in the DC area, people knew who I was as I like my fitness tailored. So I had this when I made the shift because I knew I just wasn't as alive in the, the fitness anymore. And I had to make the shift. I was feeling the resistance mm. of not making the branding shift, and it was yeah. painful. I I was like reverting back to being at my nine to five. Like when I want to go to the gym, I don't want to film workout videos. Like oh this my is god, like, it was like in my head, it looked like it was all together in the front, the back, hot fucking mess. So it took me like no joke, like three months to change my handle. And when I did, I was like, <gasps> I had to like release the, 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 you know, realize you're not, I like my fitness tailored. You're just Taylor. Like, so that's why I changed my handle to, I am Taylor Simpson. Like the, that's all I am. I'm not yeah. fitness. I'm not mindfulness. I am who I'm going to be as I evolve throughout life and bring mm. my community with me and, and help them along the way. So that was a huge deal for me. Um, and I knew that when I would do that, I would lose tons of followers because they followed mm. me for fitness. And here I am like, I just ripped the bandit off. I didn't, because I'm like a all or nothing. Wow. I didn't transition. I just changed the handle change my bio. And of course, my content, uh, my dedicated people say my content was constantly always mindfulness stuff with my fitness. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. What? Like, but it was just my pictures that changed and, and my videos. So mm-hmm. I lost thousands of followers. Because you did? Like, oh my God. When I changed my handle, with, I knew it. That was like, wow. that was the hard part for me because I let my ego be involved yeah. in numbers. Like big deal. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Like straight up. And so that was a whole month where I was like just ego butt hurt. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, thousands, thousands of followers. Wow. It's like, which is, I did a whole like podcast episode just on that. <laughs> because it, It's just crazy what society has done with this whole numbers thing. And it yeah. is a lesson for me to realize like, you're going to call in the right people no matter what. Like if you mm-hmm. lose those people, they weren't your people. Yeah. And I had to honor where I was going and know and have faith and surrender to the yeah. universe that it will, it will reach out and bring in the people that are right to hear my message and that need to hear my message. And I've actually had people that unfollowed me when I did that transition, refollow me, DM me and say like, like I, I didn't care. I don't, I don't have one of those apps where you could tell who I'm following yeah. you. I'm just like, whatever, um, <laughs> move on. They would DM me and apologize for unfollowing me because they felt, um, they felt kind of like behind, like they should be in self-development, but, but didn't know how. So they kind of took it out on me. Um, mm. <laughs> and so I had to do that kind of transition as well as, okay, how, how can I make sure to bring people with me, but allow them to come at their own pace. It was this really weird dance. And now I'm like mm. fully in it and, you know, and committed and it's normal. But there was two to three months where I was just, I had to continuously surrender, surrender. And the second I made the shift though on the business end, oh my gosh, my, when it comes to the back end, my business soared, my income was like tripling every single month. That's that was amazing. An alignment with what I was supposed to be doing, losing mm. followers. But my income was increasing. So it was just it's hysterical how that works sometimes. That's so awesome. <laughs> how long ago was that? Um, that was a little over, that was probably a year and 
uh, like a month actually right wow. now. Yeah. So I've been doing the mindfulness stuff probably for two and a half years now, but I committed wow. handle a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. So guys, so everyone listening, it's okay to freaking shift and evolve. Like when you feel yes. cool to doing it, like you have to do what you feel aligned with doing. I went through something yeah. similar because I grew my fitness thing online as well. Yeah. And, you know, I had like a following for that and all my fitness videos and stuff. Yep. But for me, it was like, I really struggled with like the shifting it. Uh, I was like so hard. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like always sharing fitness, like, you know, yeah. like oh, yeah. every day, like every day, so, all day. <laughs> but I was still sharing like a manifestation and like, mm-hmm. you know, following your dreams and all this stuff. Um, but I, I clung on to that shit for a while. Yeah. It's, it's it for real. So <laughs> good when I like finally was like, okay. Yeah. You know? It's, 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 it's giving ourselves permission to shift. I think that's the big thing is sometimes we think that we need the okay from either our online community or our significant other to shift. And it's really just like, that's part of the human journey. If we feel the need to shift, we don't need to ask permission. It's going to be scary, but if it feels right, just fucking do it. And you can always shift back. Like, it's not like, it's not like once you recommit, you can't be like, oh, so since I'm doing this. I feel good. Like you, you're allowed to kind of make those baby changes. Yeah. Um, obviously, try to have some sort of like, if you're in a business, some sort of like business guidance. Um, but you know, since we've been doing it for a while, we kind of were able to make that shift. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's like a the, the, that fear mainly of like, well, what is what are other people going to think? Uh, like, oh, that's the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> what are other people going to think? But you can't really get very far if that's the frame you're living in. Is Hell what are other no. people going to think? I would no. love to hear you share more about like your fear of like public speaking and putting yourself mm-hmm. out there. Cause like, you know, seeing like talking to you, obviously knowing you and like seeing your content and all this stuff, you seem like, like a really naturally <laughs> outgoing person, like super bubbly. As soon as I told my friend Lauren about you, <laughs> I was like, you have to connect with Taylor. She's so bubbly. Like, that's like the first thing I said. Yeah. Um, and you really stood out to me because like when we first connected, you sent me like a video like message and no one ever does that. I'm like, oh my God, she's so cool. I love her already. Um, so yeah, I'm curious to hear like, you know, how did you work through that or how are you working through that? If that's still something that like comes up for you. Yeah, no, totally. Like such a good question. And, and it makes like, whenever you just said, um, I see you kind of doing your thing, like, like all that, like my soul was like, yes, that is you. (laughs) Um, and it's, it's, I, I still find myself sometimes it's really funny having somewhat like of imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, for being who I am right now, but because when we change and we elevate our lives and step more and more to our truth, it becomes unfamiliar because mm-hmm. it's it's a new person. But for me, it wasn't even a new person. It was just something I completely lost. Um, so how how I got to being like throw up if somebody even looked at me um, in a group setting, like that's how bad it was. Like wow. if, if, school, if a teacher were to call on me, beat red nervous couldn't even talk I mean just that much of it like that extreme wow it was really I got to a point when I was doing the fitness thing um and and creating you know a community on Instagram and and online and in person the gym people would come up and like oh my gosh I follow you and I'm like 
<laughs> I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> what? I had the talk? You know me? Like, it was just weird. I kind of got, like, shoved in the deep end of it. Uh, thank God that was, like, the, that was how I was able to realize, oh, you got to get over this really quick because you can't keep being weird when people are like, hey, I follow you. And you're like, awkward <laughs> turtle. I don't know what to say. Um, so it was just, like, it was a rude and like awakening for me that I had to get my shit together if I wanted to keep serving women and being able to to share my message um, of just really self love overall at that time. So I got just deeper really into different different books that allow you to surrender to who you are. Mm. Books um, to kind of like you are a badass. Just books just to to get me back in touch with who I really was. Because like, yeah, as a little girl, I would be like. Um, probably under the age of 10, I was in plays. I was in dance. I did jazz. I mean, I did stuff on the stage under the age of 10. Um, so I knew it was in me. So it's not like I had to fake it till I made it. I just had to peel back the layers to Mm. get to who I really was. And so I just kept forcing myself to do things that were uncomfortable. Like if someone, you know, came up to me at the gym as baby steps, I would, take a deep breath and be like, okay, who that future Taylor, that's super confident, that owns who she is unapologetically, not in a fake it to make away. How is she responding to this conversation? And mm-hmm. I would visualize, okay, that future Taylor is confident. She wants to inspire people. And you know, but in order to inspire, you can't be an awkward, weird turtle. <laughs> um, I'm so awkward, weird turtle. Love me. Let's not lie. Uh, yeah. So I kept envisioning that future Taylor because I had big visions of myself, like oh, speaking on stages, doing yeah. things, even though I was terrified. So I was constantly doing that. And Another one, so people, if they deal with public speaking, is doing it really small. So in the grocery store line, this was a huge, huge help for me. I, this is like so funny to think back now how far I've come. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even that long ago. So I'd be at the grocery store line. It'd be my turn at the checkout, have a fucking panic attack inside, break out in hives. Really? At the checkout. Because the cashier would be talking to me and like everything was on, everything, quote unquote, was on <laughs> oh me. God. Like I was center stage. Like, are you I mean, which is like funny. I give myself lots of love because that's like, that was just where I was at. But what I would do is I would strike up a conversation with a cashier, which for someone who has like social anxiety is like getting teeth pulled. You're having a conversation with a stranger while other people are watching and listening. And it was really, really hard, but I kept doing it, kept doing it before I knew it. It would be easier and the conversation would be easier. Um, and I would get less and less anxious as it was my turn. So that's just like a quick kind of thing for anyone to start applying. If you want to learn your speaking skills, just talk to strangers. I would like have conversations with people on the street. It was really hard. Yeah. But I, yeah, I would just put myself out there. And over time and then doing you know Instagram stories, talking that way. Um, and really just, yeah, sh- doing things I didn't do before. And it just, it's like a muscle confidence in public speaking is just a muscle. Had I back in high school known where I'd be now, I would have started growing that muscle a little sooner, but Hey, Mm -hmm. everything happens for a reason. So yeah, it's just constantly asking yourself, how is the future confident me showing up in this moment as if I'm already confident? Yeah. That's so powerful. That's like, like, uh, like really just stepping into that new you. Yeah. Every single Yeah. It's so funny that you say that. Cause like, I feel like I'm like, I will say like that I'm introverted, but people who know me, they're like, no, you're not like, what are you talking about? But I like, I'm like, yeah, like I kind of am. I'm like a mix of both. Like I don't talk to straight, like I don't just like go up to like random people and strike conversations. Um, but like if I'm at an event or something, I guess I'll, I'm not the yeah. life of the party is what like I'm the mix one. No. Like, yeah. Well, and I'm an introvert. Surprisingly, I've actually, 
Oh my God. I'm You're like, a- I know so. Duh. Oh yeah. My husband <laughs> is a like total extrovert. Like he, wow. he gets his, like, I don't, so I don't know what that feeling is of the need to go out and like, and, and he gets his energy from just having conversations with people. Me, I do it. Like I, I, I love, I, I'm at a place now where I do it for like growth and to really learn about another human and create mm-hmm. relationships, but I don't need it in order to fill my energetic cup. I, I would much rather stay at home with some girlfriends, drink some wine, what like, that's my ideal way of filling yeah. my cup. <laughs> Same here. I, like, I mean, I it's a mix, but mostly that, like the smaller, yeah. like intimate, like close yeah. friends, like, but I do need to be like around people, you know, it's like yep. a balance because I love yeah. my time to myself yeah. as well. Yep. And, How like, do you feel like after big events, like when you come home, like what's your energy level? Like after I go to events? Yeah. Um... Hmm. Like, do you feel like energized or do you feel drained? I feel energized, but I'm also excited to be back in my space. Like I feel energized and inspired and excited to implement things that, that I, that inspired me or whatever that I learned, but, and like, I'm, I'm happy to be back in my space to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So you know, but so it sounds like you've been on like really quite the journey and mm-hmm. it's like really inspiring to hear. I'm sure like a lot of people listening are like really able to resonate with a lot of what you shared, especially the imposter syndrome yeah. and like surrendering um, because it's a common struggle. And I love that you share that because I feel like every single one of us goes through that literally. Mm-hmm. And yes. Even like, I, I feel it creep in sometimes and I'm like, I just have to like pull myself out of it and be like, yep. who are you not to? <laughs> yeah. I love that. And that, that's like such a good mindset. It's like, yeah, like you deserve to be where you're at because you, you did it. Like you showed up and that's like, it's true. Like it's, it's, we deserve to be whatever step we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Any last little golden nuggets or tips that mm. you would love to share about, money mindset for women that are like really trying to take their business to the next level with that confidence. Yeah. So my first kind of tip with what's coming to mind is just truly be true to you. Don't go on social media and see what everyone else is doing, what messages they're sharing, the type of photos they're posting. Like just to stop that shit. Like it, it pulls you away so quickly from who you are. Like I do not check my phone until probably I start my work day at 11. Um, I have a two hour morning routines. I, I don't check my phone probably till 1045 in the morning. Um, because, because I don't want any outside thoughts, um, business life, any of that to come into my mind. I want to make sure that my mind is just mine focusing on what my desires are for the day, how I want to show up. And so, yeah, my, my number one recommendation is just truly be you. Just don't worry about everyone else. They've, they, they have a path that they're on. And when we morph our path to kind of hop on theirs, thinking that's going to bring us success, it might work for like a month, but you're going to get exhausted mm-hmm. um, and drained and then get confused on why something stops working because in the beginning... You didn't do it for you. You did it because you saw someone else do it. And mm. and kind of my, my second tip really around just the, the abundance mindset, money mindset is know your worth. Like know you are so worthy of 
all of your desires. I feel like um, a lot of, especially women, feel like they aren't worthy of making millions of dollars. Like, who am, mm. who am I to, to make millions of dollars? Who am I to own designer bags? Like, that's so like for someone else. That's not for me. If that's mm. what you desire and what feels good to you, you are so worthy of that. And when we have those those thoughts thinking that that's just not for us, it's really coming from a place of lack um, and a place of unworthiness. So shifting that to, okay, what are my desires? What would make me feel even happier than I feel right now? What kind of relationship do I want to have with money? What are the stories that I've been given by my parents about money? So really Mm -hmm. rewriting where you're at with that and matching that with I am fucking worthy of anything that I desire, no matter how extravagant it is or not extravagant it is. And then figure out a way to release those those old money stories that don't match up with that. Um, and that blends into your... When you had that mindset, that that money mindset foundation of releasing old stories and stepping into actually what you want to manifest, that then affects your life. You can use that same system for your life, for your business, for all of that. What stories are you bringing over and Mm -hmm. allowing to become your quote unquote truth because you've forgotten your truth? So, so powerful. You can literally apply that to anything. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like that method, right? Like I always call it, um, uh, just like thought pivoting, mind flipping is mm. what's the story? Is the story serving me attracting money or is it blocking me having money? Um, you know, is this making me happier or is it making me feel more depressed? Mm, so powerful. It's just a matter of like literally stepping back and asking yourself more empowering questions. Yes. And I yes. love what you said about comparing yourself. Like, oh my God. No, uh, it's, it's easy. Fall into We've all gotten into that. Into oh, yeah. Bad. And I still do. Like I, I'm not like perfect. I am far from perfect. <laughs> I, I still have fuck ups and allow myself to be on social media, Instagram, and all of a sudden, ten minutes go by. I'm like, what am yeah. I doing? Um, so it's just snapping out of it, learning from it, and moving on. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your magic. Yes. Where can people find you and get yes. to know more about everything that you are all about? Yes. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. First of all, I just, again, adore all that you, that all that you are as a human and serving the community that you serve. So thank you for having me on. Um, and everyone can find me at I am Taylor Simpson, like the show Simpson, um, mm-hmm. over on Instagram. I am I'm always over there doing IG stories and chatting with people. So DM me, come say hi. You'll probably get a video message back. (laughs) Which they're awesome. (laughs) I'm all about that face-to-face as much as I possibly can. Uh, So over there on Instagram, uh, my podcast, A Tailored Adventure to Happiness, which Stephanie is on. So come listen to that (laughs) episode. And then my website is thetaylorsimpson.com where I've got the Money Mindset Masterclass, um, a Confidence Academy, uh, and a Business Tribe. So my, you know, mindfulness and business and confidence, all different options. So come and say hi. Awesome. And I will share all of those links in the show notes as well. Wonderful. Well, Taylor, thank you so much. It was awesome having you on and connecting. And I can't wait till you come visit in Austin. I, know. <laughs> I, love I just tell so my husband. Yes. So I appreciate you so much. Yes, likewise. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day. Thank you.